Good afternoon, family and friends. How are you doing this week? It is another week in lockdown, but we have got God in our camp. And I just want to encourage you this week. We've got a fabulous topic. Um, it is very relevant at the moment. Um, it's called Financial Blessing is a... Um, Sorry, it is a covenant promise to all Christians. And we just know that God is in control. And this is a program that where we give you hope and guidance and wisdom and knowledge when real life happens in the family. And we discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family and in truth and in love. And our special guest today is Karen Tello. But first we are going to listen to How I Need You by Mayra.
Listening to Rise on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful song that was, and how I need you. How do we need the Lord at the moment? And, you know, we just want to welcome you uh, to my program called Rise, and I'm Renette Myberg on 7 to 9 a.m. today. And, you know, we have uh, Karen Teller, who is um, blessed with four daughters and five granddaughters. The ladies clearly rule in this family. and uh, But she's semi-retired uh, from, uh, you know, from day-to-day business and uh, founder of a great R uh, education center in Dunoon. I have, we had the privilege of having the principal on the other day. 
what an incredible little school that is and the way it's run with excellence. And um, But back her background is in business where she had um, eight different companies um, ranging from packaging to property, but her favorite places where she has the most fun is in ministry, counseling and mentoring in basic biblical finance. So we are so privileged to have you on our program, Karen. Um, can you hear us? I know the weather's yes, quite bad out there. <laughs> I can hear you. Thank you very much for having me and it's really a privilege to chat with you, Renette. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, I, I actually looked at my schedule the other day and you know, it was just over a year ago, it was like almost to the month that I had you on my program when we did our vision on and you added so much yeah. value that time so I really <laughs> felt like yesterday exactly <laughs> yesterday how the time flies and you yes. know um, and I just realized we need really some uh, biblical input in this time um, with our lockdown and we're all facing different challenges for different reasons but mostly I think our our businessmen our families um, you know are struggling financially so um, that is why I thought to myself no I have to have you back on my program so that you can come <laughs> and give us, <laughs> give us some <laughs> upliftment and encouragement in this time um, yes, yes. Um, and, and you're also the author of that little money matters I think I said to you I'd love to eat that little book up <laughs> <laughs> because it has got so much, so much wealth of information in it. Um, yes, so we just wanted to welcome you. Thank you, Karen, for joining us. And thank you, and thank you to your listeners too for listening in. Oh, thank you so much. Um, you, and you, you know, in your Money Matters book, uh, you mentioned that financial blessing is a covenant promise to all Christians. Yes. What does that mean? Yes. Um, you know, I, I want to quickly just take a step backwards so sure. that I can explain to you how this little booklet came about. Um, I I had to step into my husband's shoes who had passed away suddenly yes. uh, when I was 42. I'm now 64. And uh, I had no clue where to start. And and I had met up with a, a very good friend, Angie von Hienen, who, who yes, was, was wonderful. <laughs> Pulled me, pulled me up out of a, a very dark place. Um, and I, through necessity, had to go into the Word because, uh, you know, God was showing me that I was going to go back into business. I was going to step into a husband's shoes, and I had to, uh, obviously, I had to know what I was about. I had to know what to do. And it was all about money because the, the, the companies that I had to run, they were at that time 13, but over time whittled down to eight. Um, and I had to learn about money. I had to learn about business. I had yes. to learn about God's principles. I had to learn who I was in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. and, and how I did that because I didn't trust anybody around me. Now that's the honest truth. I didn't trust anybody. Yes. Um, and I realized that the only one that I was going to be able to trust was God. Yes. Because in His Word are the most incredible promises that unfortunately in churches we have not learned over time because churches do not talk about money. They don't talk about business. They don't talk about principles in in, in schools. They don't talk about it. Do you remember we used to have the old-fashioned uh, um, religious instruction classes? Do you yes, remember that at school? Yes, yes. And, and I was sitting thinking about this and thinking, what did I actually learn there? And I, I learned, I can't remember one single thing. You quite And right. this, we, 
yes, this would have been a wonderful platform to be able to teach children about money and about how to work with it at a very young age and to follow God's principles because it's God's principles that actually get us to the point of of being um, in line with what the Bible says and reaping the benefits of those principles because God is a God of promise. Mm-hmm. And so I started to study the subject and uh, I, I put all of these scriptures together and I wrote notes to myself. Yes. And the, this little, this tiny little booklet is a message to me, actually, but not just to me, because as I decided to to print it and just give it out to people who were going into business and struggling with business, who always came to to ask for some advices, I gave this book to them, and um, people have come back and said to me, "Wow, you know, it's 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 quite inspirational because it." It's, it hasn't been heard in the church. Yes. So that's pretty much how the book came around, the little booklet. It's a very tiny little booklet, very short and quick to read. But it's powerful. It's like, it's all in, it's so it's so concentrated, but it's, it's such a point of reference. It just goes boom, 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 and you've got to, it just lands, you know, as you read it. And, um, you know, the questions that you asked yourself in it, and then you gave the scriptures with it. You know, it was it was really incredible, you know. And even for me, um, you know, for where I'm at at the moment, also going into something now. And uh, just the Lord just said to me, just, you know, take these. Like I literally ate the, the content up. I just said, Lord, <laughs> just let me just let me digest this and take it, you know, and trust you with my finances. And, you know, obviously with the lockdown, you know, people are really, really um, stressed, um, unsure, indefinite. And, you know, obviously with your husband passing away so suddenly, uh, just give us a little bit of a background of, you know, what did you face at the time? You know, because we're all facing our different aspects of our finances, you know, some of yes. us jobs, companies, you know, um, is your job still, you know, how did you uh, navigate yourself through uh, these different stages? Um, well, he, he died very suddenly in a car accident, yes. so there was no saying goodbyes or no handovers. Um, and, preparation uh, and even. No preparation, no, no preparation whatsoever. A, a, a very painful time mm-hmm. in in my life and in obviously in the life of the, of the family. I, I had four uh, daughters. One had just gotten married and the others, uh, one had just moved home and, and two were still at home and everybody had to pull together. And um, I, 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 I was in such a state about what way to go, where to go, yes. what to do, because... I obviously had to get information, and information was, you know, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And my husband died with a lot of knowledge in his head. Yes. So, you know, there was step number one is, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, to become successful at anything. One has to know a plan, know the plan, or have a plan. Yes. Draft a plan. And even know what you have. You have. I mean, you know, know the product that you've got. You know, that, yes, you know the business, anything of the business, and you were clearly not quite as involved. No, 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 I wasn't involved at all. I was, um, I was uh, basically uh, at that stage. I'd been a housewife for two years. Before mm. that, I'd worked in, in the, the bank in Namibia and various other jobs in my lifetime. But I, I was, I'd never been in a business. Yes. 
So to get to know the, the, the plan, now the plan I'm, that I'm going to talk about is more the plan of my own personal life and not necessarily the plan of the business because the business was running with somebody that had been appointed like four months before my husband passed away. And he said something very strange to me when he appointed her. He said to me, would you be able to work with her? And I said, but why would I be working with her? Mm. So there was something quite prophetic in that. Yes. And, um, Almost like I a premonition. Absolutely, almost like a premonition, and 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 uh, it was it was quite disturbing to me. But you know, like water off a duck's back, sometimes you don't really sink too hard into those things. Yes. And I realised then after he passed away that I was ha- going to have to step into, uh, mm. not necessarily his shoes, but step into the position. Yes. Um, and I had to realise what the position was, and mm. the, the, the position wasn't of an uh, one of appointment but one of an actual anointing. It was an inheritance. And that was that was very powerful to me because I started to ask God about inheritance. You know, what 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 do you do with inheritance? How do you how do I operate in this inheritance? And he started to show me my responsibilities. Now herein lies a very big word that that is sorely lacking Mm -hmm. um, in, in many cases where people are prepared to take responsibility for for things in their lives. And so I had to put a plan in place uh, for for my family and for the business and uh, and and basically put it down on paper. And there's a scripture that talks about um about putting your plan on paper so that all who walk past it can see. Like it's now, written I'll, Yes, it is it written. It has to ma- manifest. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I ask myself the question, why should I put it down on paper? It's because if you put it down on paper, you can refer back to it over and over again. You can streamline it. You can change it. What doesn't work needs to be changed. What works, what works needs to be focused on. And so God just started to show me at, about putting in a short-term, a medium-term, and a long-term um, plan. For, mm-hmm. for for my financial life because the businesses were, were still in the main business was not in debt but the other businesses were, were still being established and so we had to put in plans we had to put in financial plans we had to put in strategies and things like this and I think that it really does apply to to life in general yes yes you yes. know if you don't have a plan for your life then Satan will certainly have a plan for it yes he's going to run right. He's going to run right, and he's going to have the freedom and the and the free reign um, in which to you know to to to, to just do as he pleases. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the word, I'm going to say this to you. This is one of the most important things, Renette, and to all of the listeners. If you don't read the word, you are yes. never going to know what God's promises are to you, and you're never going to be able to stand on them. You're never going to be able to appropriate them because you will not know, and knowledge is power. Yes, yes. Now, I'm going to say this to start off with um, in terms of how the plan came about. I put, a, I put the scripture up there that says, the power of the word speaks blessing or curse. That was, that was the, top, the first line of my plan. The power of the word speaks blessing or curse. Now, I could invoke either one. And the power of the tongue on how you speak about what you're going to do is most important. 
Because I could have turned around and said, well, I'm just a loser or I can't do it or um, I don't have enough knowledge or I'm not qualified or any one of those negative things that we speak over ourselves and over our lives and over our finances. Even in this time, Mm -hmm. it's important how you speak over your situation because you can curse yourself by speaking negative words over yourself. You can cut off your own blessing in the spiritual realm by what you say. So your, your prayer on a daily basis has to be, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. And you've got to take these scriptures. You, you've got to claim them as your own. You've got to use them in your speech. You've got to use them in your thought patterns. You've got to use them in your everyday life because when you do that, you actually are invoking God to send out your angels to do what you say. And it's his word, and it can never come back to you in void. Absolutely. So, so it was most important for, for me to, to, to learn those lessons. And, and let me tell you now, when, when your speech is wrong, it takes time to get it right, but it's a conscious effort. Yes, it's discipline. Self-discipline. Yes. Self-discipline. Absolutely. Mm. It's, it's self-discipline. And, you, you know, pe- people might say to you, you know, well, why do you keep quote, uh, quoting Scripture? Or Because that's the way that I trained myself in the way that I should go and, and that, I, that I don't depart from it as time goes by. Because, you know, one slips back into old habits uh, or bad habits and old habits very easily. Yes. Yes, and yes. this is where my heart bleeds for the youngsters, is mm-hmm. that these lessons, like teaching a child in the way that it should go, is not just teaching the child about uh, uh, salvation and Jesus Christ, but it is teaching a child about the way that he should go in terms of his relationships, mm-hmm. who he is in Christ, what you know, what his financial blessings are, mm-hmm. and what what is the power of his tongue to speak blessing or curse over himself or herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are very important um, messages that I put down in this little booklet. Yes, I think we, you know I'd like us to continue with that particular you know point, um, you know just after our our, our next song, um, because that is a very very strategic thing that we need to start coaching our children right now in this time, even while you know in the lockdown. But first of all, we're going to listen to King of Kings um, from Hillsong Worship. Is that not very appropriate? God is King of Kings um, in this time. So let us listen to that first and then we're going to continue with this topic. Um, uh, uh, Karen, um, very important. Yes. Thank you so much. Chat to you after the break. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. 
Isaiah 41 verse 10 Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Rise with Renette Myberg, finding God's truth for the way forward together. Welcome back. And wasn't that a beautiful message for us that God is the King of Kings in our lives and especially now in our time where um, we are so um, burdened with finances. And, you know, the Lord just gave me a, a, a scripture this morning he says you will succeed in whatever you choose to do and the light will shine on the road ahead of you and that is who he is he goes ahead of us in our future and he's in our tomorrows and you know he says a faithful servant never retires you can retire from your career but you will never retire from serving God and you know that is for me so important in this time how are we serving God in spite of the fact that you know we are going again you know some is coming so many financial challenges are coming against us but we have karen teller who is um in semi-retirement um and from her day to day uh, but she's mentoring many of us in business and uh, coaching and she's highly um gifted in the area of giving biblical at, uh, advice on uh, finances um karen thank you so much for joining us um, and, you, you know, Just you were pleasure. sharing before, which was very, very um, profound, uh, when you said something about raising our children in this time. And you said earlier on when you and your husband, you know, after your husband's death, you as a family, and you know, your children were somewhere in the house and some were, you know, but had to pull together. And this is very important in this time is that we need to pull together as a family um, and ha- and coach our children, and this is a perfect time actually, the lockdown, is to step into these biblical principles and disciplines um, on how to conduct our finance and navigate our finance. So you can just give us a little bit of pointers on, you know, how did you, how did you uh, rise above that? Um, Renette, you know that the, 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 let me just talk a little bit about the lockdown and how how it relates back to to the things that we did then. You know, God God never changes. Yes. He never changes. So the, the covenant that He's got that He went into with us, I had to I had to learn that then, and that stands us in good stead still today. Today, now mm-hmm. at the very time that we're going through now. Yes. Um, when I say families had to pull together, the families have to pull together now. We're all in each other's company. We are unable to go out. We've never, it's unprecedented times. Um, at that time, it's, it was a similar thing for me because I did not want to go out. I didn't want to go out. Um, I had to be at home. I had to mourn at home. My children were at home. They surrounded me all the time. Um, it was it was a great time of pulling together, of helping each other through very difficult circumstances or whatever circumstances passed our, passed our door at that time. And here we are sitting in a similar situation, but 10 times worse, because you you could go down. I could go out in those times, but this time we can't go out. Um, and so we, we're given an, an absolute opportunity to seek God's face yes. in this time period and to teach our children. 
and to show them what the Word of God says. It doesn't matter how small they are because, um, I mean, I, I was talking to my youngest granddaughter and saying to, uh, talking to my four-year-old granddaughter and saying to her, did you get money for your birthday? And she said, yes. And I said, did you keep some for God? And she said, no. Wow. And there's a learning opportunity. There's a learning opportunity to, to teach a child how to give, how to mm. be a giver. You know, have you got toys? You've got lovely toys for your birthday. Have you taken some of your old toys to give it away um, to others who didn't have? You know, there were many families who didn't have food. The children didn't have toys. How were the people keeping them occupied? It it was very hard times. And there's a lesson in that to be able to t- uh, teach people how to give, how to be givers. Um, and in the lesson of giving, you building your bank account in heaven as opposed to building your bank account on earth. And so there's many, many lessons to be taught in in this time of of lockdown. And I want to just uh, expand a little bit on that, if I may. Um, please do, please do, because this is very relevant, is that you yes. can actually give almost, sow yourself out of this. Absolutely. And that's the only way to get yourself out of this, is to sow your way out of it. So number one is to have a plan is to think about God says, what have you got in your hands? What have you got in your hands? He's given each and every one of us talent. And this is one of the biggest downfalls of our our system, our monetary system out here in this country, is um, that, yes, we, we in difficult circumstances, must give people grants, but it is actually our duty as Christians and as believers to be seeing the needs out there and to be sowing into them, because the Bible says, uh, give and it will be given to you, press down, shaken together and running over. You don't give because you are forced to give. You give because you have the heart of a giver. That's God's right. not looking for your money. He's not looking for you to bankrupt yourself. He's not looking for you to get into debt in order to do it. But you, each and every one of us have something to give. We've got something to give. And I think it's extremely important that we learn the difference between, um, you know, trying to go into debt in a bank in order to get ourselves out of the situation, as opposed to uh, using what what I call the sowing and reaping method and the tithe, yes, which is one of the most important things. You know, God says give ten percent of 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 your your income. Give ten percent of your income. Now, there's difference between the tithe and the offering. A big difference. Yes, please your explain tithe, that. Uh, and, and I'll, yeah, I'm going to explain that nicely to you now because your tithe comes from the income that you get, all of it, every cent that goes into your bank account, 10% goes back to the storehouse. Where is the storehouse? The storehouse is where you get your spiritual feeding. So it either goes back to your church or wherever you get your spiritual feeding from, that is your storehouse. And that goes to help pay for the pastor and the, the, the Bible says the widows and orphans and the poor, okay? Yes. In the perfect world, we would, we would not actually have people in such poverty because the church, if we were all believers in the ideal world, then everybody would have something on their table and would have something to give. Yes. So that is your insurance policy. I, I call it my insurance policy because the Bible has a promise on that. The Bible says that if you give your tithe, then God will rebuke the devourer. What does he mean by rebuking the devourer? It means that he will stop anything from stealing the 90% that, he, that, you, that is left over for you to deal with, Powerful. for you to choose how to work with. 
God gives you a choice there. But then there's, there's the part that says, okay, so, so you do not get the, the increase from the tithe because that belongs to God. He says, he says will, will you steal from me? And that he's talking about the tithe part of your, of your income. He also says, be a cheerful giver who is quick to give. And when I say quick to give, it's, it's give not out of manipulation or out of obligation or out of all of those negative feelings that you have because he wants you to be a joyful giver. And if you're a joyful giver, you, will, you won't have negative feelings about where you're giving to. Um, he wants you to hear the Holy Spirit and he wants you to give with wisdom. So you're not going to plow the, the, the drug addict with money, but you're going to give him food to eat or clothes to wear or shoes for his feet or a blanket to keep him warm. So, so be a cheerful giver. If you have it to give, give. But your increase comes from your sowing, and your sowing comes from the seed. Now, the Bible says, purpose in your mind what you're going to sow. So before you give, you say, Lord, I have put food on my table. I have paid my bills. Those are obligations. You have an obligation to your family uh, uh, first, and you put, you put your... Um, those obligation stances, and then you put there sowing or seed for the sower. So you are called to sow out seed. Yes. Once you plant a seed, it will multiply. That's where the increase comes from. Mm. So when you're sowing out into somebody's life, into a family that can't afford, to, they're doing the best they can, they cannot put food on their table, and you are helping to, to uh, fulfill a need, you're building up your bank account in heaven. The Bible says that you have a bank account in heaven. And the most important thing to do is that, that, that there's a spiritual, remember, you must remember that there's a spiritual, um, uh, what's the word I call it, a, a, a divine intervention here. It's where God sees you do that, so therefore he will do something for you in return. Yes. And it's not that you're doing it for that purpose. You're doing it because your heart wants to do it. Mm. God just automatically mm. blesses you. Mm. He basically is saying, you show up and then I'll show up. That's right. Yes. Exactly like he did mm. when, when Moses put his, put his staff into the sea, God opened the sea. Right. Exactly the same will happen with your finances. You put your finances out there or you put that gift out there. You sow that seed into somebody else's life and it, it, it just it multiplies. It opens a path for financial blessing. Absolutely. Powerful, powerful and profound truth that, um, you know, and you were just, we were also talking about the fact that, um, you know, these biblical principles, you know, for the business, in the business world as well, you know, what if they've, now companies have lost, um, you know, their businesses, you know, and you said something about what do you have in your hand. Clearly, if you've had a business, there's something in that, you know, this training period. Now, you don't maybe physically have the business left, but the wisdom and the knowledge of what you had is possibly something that you can take and run with again, but it might just look different. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Look, you know, the, the, the times are unprecedented. I mean, I, I don't know anywhere in, in my history yes. that we've ever had a situation like this. I know that there have been a great recessions um, yes. happening in, in history. Mm, and war or something else, but not this. Absolutely, yes. And the, and the big pandemics where, where multi-millions died, but even then the, the 
economies didn't completely lock down. They, they, they made a recovery. And we can see in certain sectors of, of I mean, I have a, son in, a son-in-law who works in the financial sector. And uh, whenever I go to him and ask him questions about, you know, what is happening in the financial sector, can you tell me? And then he he shows me the good stuff. He shows me the good things that are happening in the financial sector and where certain things are recovering. And what we're reading about in the media is very often um, uh, fake news or it is negative news. Yeah. And you, you, you tend to absorb that negative news and then see that everything is actually hopeless, but it's not. Absolutely. It's not. It's not. You know, and the, and the Lord just gave me a verse also this morning. Funny enough that we spoke of, you know, we're talking about this, that God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers. And um, he says that's in Hebrews 6 verse 10. And this is yes. so important. It's exactly what we're talking about. He knows how hard we've worked up until this lockdown. You know, yes. and and he will remember us. You know, uh, even in, in Psalm twenty five. Uh, you know, I've just I meditated on that yesterday, and he will not put us to shame. That is not who our God is. Our God is a good Absolutely. God, and he will remember us, and he will come and rescue us as long as yes. we trust and believe in him, and we ex- and we fear him and stay in on on the path that he has set us to be in, and not in the enemy's camp where it is now unsure, it is death on every aspect of our lives. So um, this is so profound, Karen. Um, and, you know, we're just uh, so grateful that we're having this conversation now with you that it's just exactly confirmed everything that is happening right now um, in, in, in South Africa and globally. So, um, yeah. and, but we're not hearing enough of the good things. That God, the goodness of God in this. You, you know, Renette, I think that, um, you know, I always say if it's going to be, it's up to me. If it's going to be, it's up to me. Yes. It's, it's my responsibility to, to seek yes. and to ask and to knock and to find. Yes. And, and I, I just want to quickly um, just give you a little bit of, give people a little bit of encouragement here about what God says. And this goes right back into Genesis 17, verse 7. He says, I will establish my covenant. So, so now we're talking about God's covenant promises and finances when you are tithing and sowing and you will reap is a covenant promise. It's, it's a covenant promise. And the ones who break the covenant are us, not God. God never breaks the covenant. And he says, I will establish my covenant between me and you and, and your descendants after you, throughout their generations, for an everlasting, solemn pledge to be a God to you and your posterity after you, so you and your children's children. But we have a responsibility. You see, this is where the the difficult part comes, is because there is Mm. action that's needed. You need action. You need action. Absolutely. We need action. action. Mm. We can't be paralyzed into sitting on the couch and saying, well, I've lost everything, you know, come and take my house, come and take my car, come and take my family, come and take my food, you know, take every, we can't do that. No, we 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 have to make a plan. And where you have been faithful in the little things, and I'm going to say this to you now, 
if anybody is doing anything in their um, in their lives that is not godly, now's the time. Change it. Even in your finances, if you're doing something that is not of God, change it. Make it right. Yes. Because God is going to honor you. He, he sees your plight. He mm. sees uh, 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 the, the needs. He knows the needs. Mm. You need to put things right. This is the time where we are going to walk absolutely in God's promises, and we're going to walk in absolute obedience. Amen. Amen. We've got to be holy. We cannot mm. be unholy and expect God to bless unholiness. Absolutely. Oh, that is such an profound truth. Um, but we're going to listen to, you know, it's just, I love, I'm in awe of God when I come onto my program. He always gives me the songs. <laughs> yes. He gives me the music that is so on the, on the bar with what is what we're talking about. You see, the next song is by Belinda Wrigley, and it's The Lord is Good. And um, let us listen to that, and then we're going to be encouraged further after this.
Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. with Renette Myberg. Finding God's truth for the way forward together. Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Wow, that was powerful. It had me dancing in the studios. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful song. It was beautiful. beautiful. It was powerful. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, we've got Karen Tello uh, in the studio with me on my program called Rise on 7 to 9 a.m. And we've got a few minutes left, about 10 minutes left, but I don't want to say another word. You know, we're just wanting to tap in what you were saying earlier on about the promise in the word and how we can tap into the promises of financial freedom as we apply it to our daily lives in spite of the lockdown. So let us just continue with that incredible um, information that you're giving us about, you know, we have to do, there's a responsibility that we have to take action, we have to move, um, even though it's feeling like a paralyzed situation that we are in right now. Yes, um, Renette, I know there's a lot of people that are feeling completely paralyzed. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, just sort of say to you that in, in the paralysis, uh, that God operates extremely well. He knows, he knows your circumstances. He knows the needs. He knows the desires. He knows the fears. And he also says, fear not. He says, fear not, because I'm with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And we've got to, we've got to grab those promises. We've, we've got to stop watching the negative stuff on TV. We've got to stop listening to the media. Um, you know, God says, pay attention to what you hear, and by your own your own standard of measurement, that is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom, yes. it will be measured to you, and you'll be given greater ability to respond. Now, that's a promise. You you will be given greater ability to respond, and more will be given to you besides. So, so God's promises are, 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 are there for us for the taking. And I want to say that, that you know, when, when we talk about sowing seed, I think it's very important that you know this. God is not after your money. He is, he owns the valley of a thousand hills. The, the streets are paved with gold. Read it in the word. It tells you that. Um, he, he's after your heart. That's exactly. all he's after. Mm-hmm. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you even more than earthly fathers bless you. He wants to he wants to prosper you and not harm you. Yes. He wants to give you a hope and a future. And we've we've got to hold on to those promises. So when you give, if you've only got ten cents to give, give it. If you've got one bag of rice to give, give it. If you've got a a, a pair of shoes or a blanket, give it. And when you give it, name that seed. So when you pray over, over your, your finances, you're going to pray something like this. Lord, I've taken the seed. I've taken this one rand. I'm giving it to this person. I'm sowing it into his life, Father, for, for his good. I'm sowing it, Father, so that you will bless me in the work of my hands. Bless the fruit of my of, of my labor. Bless my creativity. Bless bless my bank account. I will not lack. Start to declare. Start to speak over that over that uh, those finances. Then you start to ask God and say, Lord, for for the seed that I've sown now, show me creativity. Show me what you what you've given me as my talent, my personal talent. Each and every one of us have been given talent. Yes. It's time to tap into it now. It's you have time to, get to tap into your creativity. Mm. Absolutely. Um, 
You, you know, often we, we used to get together as a group of ladies and, and do creative things. And for many years when I worked in the business, after my husband died, I didn't really have time to do that or the inclination to do it. And I realized the amount of creativity that is in me besides the things that God has shown me, but the creativity, the actual physical creativity, mm. the, the mm. ability to be able to make something with my hands. And, and it was a real eye-opener to me. So I, I know that each and every one of us have it. Yes, we just have to, it's, it's a time of rediscovery right now, because That's often right. we, you know, we've also been spending, and, 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 I, and I liked what you said about spending, the, rather spend the time and energy in the Word than spend the time and energy listening to what's going on out there, and we're just tapping your resources, tapping your, your, um, your faith, tapping your energy, um, and rather spend time in the Word, which is uplifting, it's instruction, it gives you instruction, and it gives you wisdom and guidance of we, uh, which way to, out of here now. Absolutely, absolutely. You, you know, you, I think the, the, a lot of people, you heard them talking about doing cleanup. Yes. They cleaned their homes, they did a, a big spring clean, they did a big, uh, a big giveaway, a big throwaway, yes. um, and a big restorage or whatever they needed to do. And that is basically where you start um, in every aspect of your life. So you, you look at every aspect and you say, I've gotten rid of the old to make way for the new. Amen. 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 That is so and powerful. When you, even when you give away some, even when you give away money, you're making way for more to you're be coming in. keeping the channels open. You're keeping the channels open. And there's, there's a flow. And yes. God, and you know, God just wants to bless us. He, he's not looking mm. for us to perform. Mm. He just wants to bless us because we are His children. But there are principles that He puts in place for a very good reason. Mm. Because if you consider the very big picture of, 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 of the world and the financial situation that it's sitting in now, it's because we have not practiced sowing and reaping. Yes. Yes. We have yes. not practiced tithing and giving. Hold on tight. Onto things, and That's right. the world is now in poverty, mentally right. and physically in poverty, and, and spiritually, and spiritually poverty, mind yes. minded. Yes, yes, this is so profound. You know, um, you know, especially on. I would like us to end on that, and if you can just pray into that mindset where we at right now, Karen. Um, I would love you, and you know, you. I know that you've started the school, which was also, you know, your part of giving to the community you know there's things that we need to also say okay are we at this now how can we step out into possibly something in the community that we can part, you know we partner with or um even initiate ourselves um but i would like us just to pray into this whole giving let's open ourselves up how are we going to work from you know flow into an overflow so if you can um, just pray for us, please. Yes. How much time do I have left? That um, I know exactly. About three minutes. Okay. I just want to quickly tell you about Obunye. Obunye is a non-profit school, which, Renette, you very, very graciously interviewed our principal a oh, little while oh, ago. It's a school that I started to give back to community because God says, to whom much is given, much is expected. And I was blessed, and so I started a school in Danoon called Obunye Education Center. 
And um, if anybody would like to look that up on the on the internet, it's a little yes, great our education centre, and it is a wonderful opportunity to to be able to serve and to give. But I'd like to just pray for for everybody quickly. Thank you. Um, uh, this is this is very it's important that we we always on our knees because God God. Uh, answers pray, and in this mm-hmm. time it's miracles. Yes. It's miracles that he's answering. So mm-hmm. um, let's just bow our heads and pray for a second. O oh God, arise and let our enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, to be obedient to your word and to learn your financial ways. Help us to hear and see the Holy Spirit speaking to us and not to listen to the manipulation of man, Lord. Help us to take the first steps of obedience in the financial principles, no matter how small or how big. Help us grow our courage, Lord, trust, our full faith, our belief that you have promised not to leave us or forsake us. Help us to practice what we have learned and see and hear the needs with spiritual eyes and ears and to be cheerful givers who quickly, willingly uh, help and give to others as we are led by the Holy Spirit. Lord, we establish our prayer altars in our homes and our workplace, our businesses. Mm-hmm. Bless the work of our hands and the creativity you have gifted us with. For those who are unemployed, we call on the Lord for divine to divinely supply all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. For those who need to uh, need complete new beginning, Lord, show them that they have what they have in their hands, and to begin afresh and bless the work of their creativity that they put put into uh, life with their heart and soul. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, provide open doors that no man can shut. Resources to start afresh. Shower those who ask with blessing, favor, and wherever they go and with whomever they meet and speak. Show them opportunity they have not seen before. Show us your love that casts out all fear for everyone who is having or is hearing my voice now. Uh, the steps of the of the righteous are directed by the Lord. They direct our steps to express and manifest your will in our lives and the work of our hands in Jesus' name. And I ask a special blessing over Renette today for Thank all of her endeavors, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Karen, wow, what a power hour we had now. But we just want to bless you, uh, Karen, and thank you so much. May the Lord just continue using you powerfully and as you mentor so many out there. And may the Lord just go from glory to glory, from success to success from this day onwards. Thank you. And we will chat thank next you week. So and much. thank you for joining us. You were such a blessing. Thank you so much, Trinette. It's been a pleasure. And, and thank you to your listeners, too. We'll chat yes. later. Thank God you. Bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.